Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us and starting your weekend here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors. I almost really screwed that up. I almost really, really messed that up. What were you going to say? I was going to do the words uh, in verse there and we were going to spank our thonsers. You're thinking about Dick Bigger Jr. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't bring him up. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Just had a, a brain fart there. <laughs> I was not thinking about that. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors. You were thinking about that. I was thinking about, about that. it. Dad Gummit. Richard, Richard Bigger, Richard Bigger Jr. Jr. Owner of a hardware store. <laughs> I have to say it now. When you're looking for a screw... Go to Dick Bigger Hardware. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez Louise. That poor guy. For his whole life. Well, I mean... It, it and his, might, da- his dad was like, I had to suffer. So, so I, He might I, be happy about I'll, it. I'll be honest knows? with you. If, if, if my name was that, my son would be named that, too. Be like, oh, yeah. You're, you're going... You're, we're keeping this going. We're keeping this chain going as long we're gonna as We're going to have can. a Dick Bigger the fifth. Yeah. Down the line. <laughs> and he's going to Ole Miss. <laughs> He's gonna be a fight tall or whatever that is that uh that Bunky tweets out every year. That's coming up too. That yeah, should be very soon. Wait. All right. Well, with that lead in, let's talk about Strange Brew Coffee House and thank our servicemen out there listening to us. Uh, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. It's the start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-through over at Strange Brew Coffee House in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Leaksville. Yeah, it would be a little weird. So I learned uh, can, last can Friday. Nope, nope, nope. I, I wasn't even. I wasn't even trying for that. Just stop. And also, you said insert. <laughs> I mean, we're just. We're just. Should I just stop the show? <laughs> no. Is this the end of the show? No, we got. We got to leave it in. God, somebody's gonna have a wreck. My mom's not listening to this. You don't know that. I think she's. I think she's kind of stopped. She, she every now and then me. she'll she listen. Gave up on me. Every now and then she'll listen, but so that's good. Then I mean, I can get away with. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like when you earmuffs the kids. I can just be like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. So I learned that uh, Jaden Wally originally from Leaksville, by the way. Yes, he is. So. That is in uh, Green Green County. County. That yeah. is correct. He was. He he transferred from. I think he was going to Greene County. Transferred to Diaperville, from what so, I understand. Yeah, I guess. So I guess that means Justin was the, from Leakesville as well. So. That's right. Well, wherever you are in our great state, by the way, Bruceville would be perfect. Oh yeah. Uh, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. <laughs> College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. And if it's the interlocking MSU merchandise you're looking for, they have got it. Guys, I know you've been hitting them up hard. They really appreciate your business. 
And it, well, you know, they will continue to have great interlocking MSU items, state script items, all the good stuff is available at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. When I can tell you where to get the best lunch, the best dinner, and the best Sunday brunch in town, it's all in the same place. That's well, that's Restaurant Tyler, and that's how you know it's the best in town. So, this football season, when you're in Starkville, you got to make a reservation, get a great dinner, or stop by for lunch on a Friday if you get to, to, uh, to Starkville a little early. You will not regret it. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi, ready to serve you, ready to help you in the future. If you need a loan, if you're talking to somebody about a loan, it's just this, it's a simple question. Would you rather talk to people you know or people you don't? We talk about eat local and shop local all the time. It's important to bank locally. Do business within your community. That's what the Priority One Bank people give you that opportunity to do. 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi means there's one near you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find out where you need to go and let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Are we done? <laughs> Dang it, I forgot to call somebody back. And now. Yeah, I'm a bad friend. Man, t- t- I just looked at the new like permanent uniforms that Mississippi State has. Mm-hmm. I know some people are tired of this talk, but there hasn't been a game yet. So yeah, you just get over it. You're just listening to this. The new the the permanent uniforms the state has in the in the interlocking uniforms. You can't just use these uniforms for one game, right? I, I mean, these things are sick. They're great. They, they got to they've got to use these, Brian. It's going to be really tough for everyone at Mississippi State to explain to its fans. Why they didn't do it? Yeah, when they say, especially you know, there are fans who aren't big on social media. That, that, that you know, may, they just don't know. I mean, I don't may, even know if my parents know that the uniforms. Yeah, there there are some fans who, when they go, go to the game on a, on November the fourth and see those uniforms, are gonna be like, oh my god, I didn't know. Oh, well, we brought those back. Yeah, they're gonna be really excited. It's gonna be tough to explain why when, when they, they run play, out on the field when they it, play Southern Miss two weeks after that. Or you know, when they go to Texas A and M the next week, that they're not wearing them. It's gonna be tough. I mean, can you imagine what a what a set of white unis looks like with that? See, the only thing is, I, I don't like the all white. Well, they don't have to be all white. Yeah, uh, I want a helmet. I want the maroon helmet. Yeah, they don't have to be all white. So, but I want to see the white jersey. I do too. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. They didn't give man. us that in the video. They didn't. Well, I guess it's just because. Well, they're they're playing just one game. That's a good point, though. Do you think there is? Or do you think the whites exist? I mean, you got to at least have dipped your toe in there. I mean, surely they didn't just say, "All right, one game, that's it." All right, we're going to do some investigative journalism here. We're going to go break into the seal building and try to try to find these uniforms. They must exist. Tell, tell Brandon Langlois you need some more uniforms for Richard to try on. And you know what? Why, why not a white jersey? Yeah. Let me see what those look like. Yeah, it'll accentuate his pasty skin. <laughs> we'll see. I I, I I agree with you 100. percent I mean, they got. It's going to be tough to to keep that from. I am fully. I know that we really preached the stage script on here, but that was before I felt that they could actually put these uniforms out. 
now that they're out, I just don't think that you can turn back. I, I, like you can't just give people this taste and throw them away. Like you, you've got to do something more with these, even if it's just an alternate uniform that you bring out yeah. twice a year or something. I think that should be permanent. Myself, there's some things you could tweak on it if you want to. Uh, some people have mentioned taking the miss. Uh, abbreviation off. I'm good with that. If you put the the block state there, I think that would look great. Yeah. But the helmet has got to stay. That that interlocking is Mississippi State football. Yeah, I agree. It is. I agree. Um. So I mean, those jerseys are uh, and and putting them side by side with the new uniforms. Mm-hmm. I really like the new uniforms, but it's not even uh, it's not it, even a debate. It really is something to me though. Like. I was all fired up about state script. Yeah. And like, this is great. This is the brand for the future. I love it. And now I'm just like, eh. Well, I think it's that, just that, the, that meme of the guy looking back at the girl yeah. that's going around with state script versus interlock. It's so perfect. That's me. Well, I think that's I, my perspective on it has been I haven't even given the interlocking a second thought mm-hmm. because we've been told for so long that you, it's never coming out. Even when they t- they lied to us about the Nike thing, um, even after that was disproven, I've never thought that it was coming out until last year when I was told they were going to have some merch. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think they were going to wear the uniform. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you see it, now that it's a possibility, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be Mississippi State football because that is the identity of Mississippi State football. Mm-hmm. Those teams that put the fear of God into everybody that they played in the SEC wore that interlocking on their helmet. When people think Mississippi State football that were that yeah. watched football in the nineties, they think and interlocking. They the, think Ashley Cooper, they think Mario Hagan, Pig Prather, uh Connor Stevens, all these guys that came through that were just killers. Those guys wore that interlocking and that that's the identity. So I mean that to me, especially with Zach Arnett, man, when he's got that old school mentality, he's basically Jolie Dunn reincarnated on the defensive side of the ball. He's got so many ties to that defense. It's just like the stars aligned with it. So why not just run with it at this point? You have a new coach. You have a new identity uh, in a lot of ways, and you're bringing back kind of that old culture. Why don't you go all in with it? And then you have a lot of people that talk about – this is on how we plan to start the show, but we'll go with it. Um, talk about, you know, it would be so difficult to rebrand the university. You don't have to rebrand the university. You don't have to change the back of the scoreboard. No. You can just still say Mississippi State in that banner up there. You don't have to change all the letterheads and all the, 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 the light posts and everything on campus. and You don't have to repaint the water tower. All of that can remain. Yeah. Nobody cares about that stuff. They just care about what they see on the football helmet, mm-hmm. and changing the football helmet is easy. Easy. It's just it's it, there's there's nothing to it. And, and so it, and talk about brand. We talked about this the other day. I mean, when I you know the branding. Well, they, they don't they won't know who Mississippi State is. Does does anybody talk about seeing that banner and thinking when I see that banner, I think of Dak Prescott. Yeah. No. Not really. But the other day when I see Cole Kublik, oh my gosh. It just came rushing back to me. J.J. Johnson, well, Wayne Madkin. He started naming all these people. Let's, let's go a step just further. Just seeing the interlocking. Go a step further, Robbie. When you think about Dak Prescott, what, do you, what game do you think of? LSU, right? That's the yeah. first game. I think about him stiff-arming. What uniform is he wearing? 
It's the throwback, throwback. '98 uniform, and it like the only difference is you know that there's it's different, but it's got the banner on it. But it's they, got the helmet. But they they did that jersey to commemorate that, that team. team, and it it is different. But at the same time, that was a similar style, right? So like I, it's not it's not a huge logical leap for me to picture him with an interlocking MSU on his helmet. Yeah, because the jersey's close enough for me at that point. And I think you know some people have said this is an, it's just a nostalgia thing. You're just thinking about those teams. No, it's it's a good look. Well, there's it's another. a cool look, and it looks better than the banner significantly. To me, it's the it is the absolute best helmet sticker yeah. that Mississippi State could possibly have of any of their logos. There's another issue with what you just said too. It's just a nostalgia thing. College football is all about nostalgia. It is. We all are all about traditions and and, and the. Uh, the past, you know, we're always looking at highlights. Uh, you know, we, we want to see the cool highlight video with all the old teams on it. We want to see talk about the old players. We want to remember those great games. You know, nobody wants new stuff in college. College well, football is, is so now. There, look, there's some exceptions. Oregon likes new stuff, right? They yeah. they want to look as crazy as they can. That their fans have embraced that. But this is the SEC, right? Alabama's had the same uniform for the whole time I've been alive. Ole Miss has basically had the same uniform the entire time I've been alive. They've tweaked it a little. They have the powder blue. But it's been red-blue with the Ole Miss on the helmet my whole life. Auburn tweaks a little. Georgia tweaks a little. Florida has had gators on the side of their helmet. Mississippi State is one of the teams in the SEC that's changed a lot. and it, it, It never really fit. But that MSU is the one that, for me, and I think for most MSU fans, is the one I want to associate first with Mississippi State. Yeah, and you talked about the tweaking, too. That the the MSU interlocked in some form or fashion was a thing for several decades. Mm-hmm. That it's not you know the, there was the MSJ and all that, but it was still kind of an interlocking mm-hmm. type. So they tweaked it a little bit, but it's not like you're they made it more changing of a, a ton. It looks like a U now, right? So I mean that brand has been just as prominent for a longer period of time than M State. M State was started in what oh four. The banner, the ba- the ba- well, basketball was using it before that, but for football, yes, Croom's first year. Oh four. That's the other thing, by the way. When I think of the banner M, the first thing that comes to my mind is that's what we changed to for Sylvester Croom, the worst era of the modern times for Mississippi State football. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's a it's it's not even a question. It really is. I, I know it's they're I, overthinking the room. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. I, I get the marketing perspective from it. I don't, I don't have a degree now. I don't have a degree. Now, we, we, we blew this up last year, and we are told, well, you, you guys don't know what you're talking about. This won't happen. Well, here we go. State scripts is out. Interlocking's out. Uh, so if maybe, there's anything else Mississippi State fans want out, just tell us what it is. Maybe we'll, they should, we'll, uh, we'll maybe they should take too. the guys that don't have the marketing degree's advice. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just a simple caveman. <laughs> Your ways confuse me. I'm terrified of this but what I bright do, light. But what I do know is this. When you put the interlocking MSU out, it sells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sells a lot. If I if we were on Barstool, we would say it does something else. There's something else it does. <clears throat> well, all I could say is going back let's, to the beginning of the show there though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the look at the sales on this. Just the excitement, and compare it to what you're selling with the banner at this point. I, I would be willing to bet that in the last three days they've sold more merchandise, more Mississippi State merchandise. All of our local stores and statewide stuff, and places like College Corner 
have sold more merchandise in the last three days than they probably sold in the previous three months. Oh, easily, easily. And it's only gonna get, it's only gonna grow. Yeah. Because George Sherman's gonna get it. The Rogues mm. gonna get Rogue, all this stuff. Gentile. All I mean, the, all it's your, going to your, be your your, your, your bo- Peter like Millar. Boutique. Yeah. Yeah. That's that the Rogue, stuff's yeah. coming yeah. soon. Yeah. I mean the the golf the the golf shirts that they yeah. have at the MSU Golf Club, which is which they put out some of the best merchandise. Yeah. That place is it was sold out on day one, yeah. like within a couple hours. So. Yeah. Don't overthink this. Don't overthink this. And I think there are people in place here. We we talked about it the other day. There are people in place at Mississippi State that they don't have any biases yeah. towards Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. I think that's held Mississippi State back in the past to have people here from MSU that are used to certain things being done a certain way, and that's not their fault. That's just how you kind of are ingrained into it. These people that are here now – they're looking at the bottom line. If this, if this, if they look at a at a receipt, and it, and the and the ink on there is you know, just through the roof as far as merchandise sales is concerned. Mm-hmm. Season tickets are up. Everybody, you know, and interactions on Twitter are up. They're going to say, hey, why don't we do more of this? Why don't why don't we do more of this? Because we weren't doing this last year with some of the other stuff we were doing. This looks pretty good. So let's go. I think that's how this administration's going to go about it. Now, I don't think they're going to rush in anything. I do think they're going to be strategic about this. I think they want to do what's best for Mississippi State and its brand, and I completely get that. But to me, you've gotten more interaction on social media and your and the um merchandise sales are are nuts. All of your apparel stores are are selling out. It's just a no-brainer at this point. This isn't a one-year deal. This this is a this is a ten-year deal. This should yeah. be something that you look at that says this is how you grow a brand. This is how you sell Mississippi State. This is how you sell Mississippi State football to recruits. Yeah. And you might say it's just a logo. Well, I think we've proven that that's not reality. There you go. Well, I appreciate you uh, with this topic because I was not sure what our second topic was going to be today, and you just gave us a good 18 minutes worth of uh, talk there. So well, appreciate you know, that. You're a good you, man. You and I both are not scared to talk about logos. There are three things we don't have a problem talking about here on Thunder and Lightning. Logos, catfish, and conspiracy theories. Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. So what I wanted to talk about today was when they stormed the Capitol. When they st- that's not, no, stop, 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 stop it. No, absolutely not. Tune into Gallo in the morning, 6.30, 6 a.m. You hear all about that and you hear about marijuana. 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 Let's move on into the rest of the show and our original topic. Uh, well, we, we already got a whole half of the show done. Yeah, half the show's done. Right. Uh, that's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. It's still grilling season. Still great time to grill. Great weather on the week. I mean, it's hot, but the weather's nice in terms of it's not raining on you. Fire up the grill, guys, and throw some beef on there. Burgers and steaks, fantastic. Brisket on the smoker, why the hell not? I mean, there's just so many great options. When you tell somebody there's there's beef on your grill, they're going to show up at your cookout. It's just that simple. Hey, Robbie. There's hey. beef on the grill this weekend. 
I can't wait. All right, then. Among other things. So, head over to your local grocery stores and your butcher shops and get some beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. Guys, first off, as I always say, it's a Bulldog Initiative business, so you are helping Mississippi State. There, there are very few restaurants in town that have the, the connection with the university that Two Brothers does. They, they're, not just, they're not just sending back their pocket change to Mississippi State. They, they are big-time supporters of the Bulldogs. But then on top of all that, the food is freaking awesome. The food is great. You can never go wrong with it. They've always got great specials on. And, guys, tailgating is coming up very soon. I'll have information for you that hopefully next week you can get your tailgate catered by the good folks at Two Brothers. You'll be the envy of the junction when you're tailgating with smoked southern soul food from Two Brothers. Great products, great service. It's what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for 48 years. It's just that simple, guys. When you need a technology for your business, you need a copier, a printer, computer, a laptop, you call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you do need service, call them back. No 1-800 number, no call center putting you on hold for 45 minutes, no out-of-state technician you got to wait a week to 10 days for. Mississippi people who can take care of your problem a lot of times the same day you call. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Rogue and their collegiate collection. We were just talking about it a second ago. The interlocking gear will be coming there very, very soon. But hey, we still love the state script. State, I feel like we've abandoned the state script. Yeah, I don't Here, Here's what I'll say. Yeah. Uh, I want it on basketball jerseys. Yeah. I want it on baseball jerseys. Baseball, yeah. Softball. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm okay with it being on the, on the helmet for now, too. Yeah. But I, I just want a, yeah. a permanent... I know, I know. But I tell you what, on a polo... Yeah, state script is great. Looks good, man. Well, they've got plenty of those in the collegiate collection at the Rogue and on those pull... I mean, I I like it on a a quarter zip, the maroon with the white state script. That's a great look. Check them out at therogue.com or shop at the Rogue and Jackson. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. We do these every year. I I, I got a big bunch of over-unders for Robbie Falk to tell me his thoughts on. So let's just, just dive right into them. So last season, Robbie, uh, App State, Chase Bryce, 2,911 yards passing, I believe, was his number. Yeah, almost 3,000. We we are in agreement that that Will Rogers will eclipse 2,473 and become the all-time leading passer in SEC history. Mm-hmm. But my over-under is going to be 3,000. Mm-hmm. Will he crack that? That's going to be tough. So, um, Well, I mean, here, here's what we, we talked about this a little bit when we were doing the media poll. Mm-hmm. Central Michigan, mm-hmm. they had a guy that, a uh, backup, I think, that threw for over 1,000, right? No, no, no. Oh, Central Michigan. Yeah. Uh, I'd have to look. 2021. You, go, you, you keep talking. So, technically, what they did there is they threw for over 3,000 yards that year. App State so, might yeah, have done that, too. Their backup was at 734, and their main starter was at 2633. So, they combined okay, for so almost 3,400 3, yards. Okay. So that's how, to me, that's how you have to look at it. What are the what are those teams doing from a whole passing perspective? Because Will Rogers isn't going to share a whole lot of time right. with with whoever's behind him. I don't think. Um, so he's going to be getting the bulk of the passing yardage this year. So can he get to three thousand? I think he can. I I don't think it's going to be a 
a big jump over 3,000, but I do think he can get to 3,000. It's and the, 231 yards a game. I think it's possible. Mm-hmm. Here's why I think that. Will Rogers is a little different quarterback than what um, Kevin Barbet has usually. And I've continued to have a ton of faith that they're going to do whatever it takes in this offense to be successful and to build around their strengths. One of Will Rogers' his absolute strength is passing the football. He's not a runner. I think they're going to utilize him as a passer a lot more than Kevin Barbe has at Central Michigan or at App State. And listen, I mean, he had almost 3,000 yards passing last year with Chase Bryce. So I, I think that he's going to get over 3,000. Okay, so you're going to say over. I, I'm i going to say under. I think he's going to be between 28 and 29. I, I just, 3,000. I mean, if he's over 3,000, State's pushing for nine wins. That's a lot for that, for that offense. A lot. It it's is a lot. a lot for that offense. All right. <clears throat> I tend to agree. I tend to think that Mississippi State's going to be a little bit like App State last year. They're going to have it by committee. I, I voted no on the thousand yard rusher. I think you did too. Am I correct? No, I voted, you said you I voted, voted yes. yes. Okay, so then you will definitely take the over on. Will Mississippi State have a running back over eight hundred yards rushing? You'll go over. Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm high on Woody Marks this year. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to um, feed him, and it's like I said when we talked about that. There's really not that, you know, much more he needs to do to get that number. Yeah. And he got almost 600 yards last year in the air raid. So we're talking about can he get over, a little over 400 more yards, mm-hmm. which I think we figured up was like seven, no, like maybe 10 more carries a game, mm-hmm. which, I mean. He should get that. Be should. Close to it, yeah. I know they're going to have a committee and all that, but I think they're going to rely on him a little heavy. And so, it, and again, you're talking about 13 games that he's probably going to play. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to get to that thousand yard mark now as a running back than it used to be. I think I think it's very attainable. So last year for App State, the leading rusher in terms of carries was Cameron Peoples. He had 101 carries. The leading rusher in terms of yardage was Nate Noel. Who aver- who had 604 yards rushing on only 87 carries? He averaged uh, 6.9 yards per carry. Nice. Uh, and then you had two other guys, D- Daytrick Harrington and Amani Marshall's 81 carries, 76 carries between them. They both rushed for 389 yards. I think State's going to look something like this. A- a- s- seven yards a carry is pretty darn impressive, regardless of who you are. Uh, but I think Marks will be around 100 carries and six, 700 yards. So I'm going to say under. Let's okay. say under 800 yards. I think he's around 700. Lee is probably around 500. And then Price, Pittman probably combined for another five to 600 between them. And I think that, that that's about where I'm going to be. Oh, but, I saw somebody uh But no 1,000-yard rush. I don't think so. Okay. And no, well, for this over-under, it's 800. I definitely think oh. no 1,000-yard rusher. Do you so? I'm going under. You, you think under yeah. even then? Yeah, I think I think 700 is going to be where Marks is, which okay, is a great number. Only, I mean, that's only just over 100 yards more than he had last year in the air raid. I'm just I, that's where I think he's going to be. I just think the carries are going to be diced up a little bit more. Okay. How many yards did he have last year? Let me double. Five eighty-five, I think. Let me double check. Five eighty-two. On a, but he had 113 carries. I mean, do I really think he's going to get? 
If he gets 100, I mean, that's, I'll put it this way: if he gets 113 carries, and he averages, well, I mean, you got to think about that. I mean, that was. Uh, I don't think he played in one game. No, he, play, he played. You're he right. Played all, he, he played 12 games. He missed one game. I don't remember which game it was though. So that is nine carries a game. Ten nine carries, carries a game. About almost so ten carries up, a game. If, so that, so uh, let's say I'm giving him <clears throat> 70 more carries. So 113. Uh, that would be what 170 or 163. No, it's one. I'm sorry, 183. If he averages the same yards per carry. Which I think those are. Oh, and he's at nine fifty one. Yeah, he's, a, he's getting a thousand, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't I know that he's going to get one hundred and eighty three carries. Is what I'm trying to say. I think he, last I year. Think, last year he had one hundred and thirteen carries, and Dylan Johnson had eighty nine. Simeon Price had thirty. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be kind of similar to where that is now, and then just add another, you know, maybe add another twenty carries to Dylan Johnson, another twenty carries to Simeon Price, and then come up with thirty more carries, forty more carries for Jeffrey Pittman. So I. I have the same. I, I think a thousand yards is going to be tougher to get in mm-hmm. the future because there. It seems like Barbe spreads it around. Yeah, I have the same thought on him that I do as Will Rogers that they're just going to rely a little more heavily on those two this year because they're seniors. They've played. I think this is going to be his year where they say, you know what, we need to feed this kid. He's done everything that yeah he needs to do for us in the air raid. Now this is an offense that fits him. Yeah. I'm interested to see down the road if Barbe gets a, a like a legit workhorse running back like he had at Central Michigan with Lou Nichols. Mm-hmm. Does he have a guy where he rushes for like 13, 14, 1500 yards? I don't know if he will or not. We'll see. Is there a guy on the roster right now no. that could do that? No. Seth Davis couldn't take that. I don't think so. He's, he's so small. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about like. He's a home run guy, though. Like if they flip Kane and Daniels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he could be a he could be a, a Booby Dixon, yeah, Vic Ballard, something like that. So we'll see. Um, All right, receivers. Let's, let's, let's another see. thing before we go to that, mm-hmm. Marks is about to break the receiving record. Yes, he will break. I think he only needs nine catches. Yeah, so he'll probably break that week two. And I still see them doing some swing passes oh, he's and catch stuff. So of they're, yeah. they're going to get him involved. Yeah, I agree. Let me just look at again. Let's look at last year. The only one back had a lot of receptions, but that was Nate Noel. He had twenty four catches. So twenty four. I mean, he has. I can see Marks having thirty catches. So. Golly, that is a he's caught a ton of passes for a running back. Yeah, yeah. I mean that might be an SEC record for running backs. I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. Let me hold on. It's a he broke the MSU record a while back. That was uh, was it Justin Griffith that had that for a running back? I think that's correct. So the, kind of a random the all time. This is I don't want receiving yards. I want receptions. So the all-time leading receiver is uh, this is a single season, isn't it? No, but why can't you just give me what I want here? Sportsreference.com. All right, the all-time leading receiver is Jordan Matthews at two sixty-two. That's not happening, obviously. Um, They've got two Vanderbilt guys in the top, top five. Two. The top two, still top two. Earl Bennett is is second. Nuts. Um, so Marks is sitting at one ninety-one. He's not going to catch seventy passes this year. Now, if this was the air raid, he'd have a shot. Yeah. Um, is there another receiver? I'm 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 just looking here. Just say he breaks the MSU hurts. record. Where is he at? If he gets ahead of Fred Ross, which he will get ahead of him in with his ninth catch, he would be he's 13th all time. He is the all time leading running back receiver in the SEC in SEC history. Nobody's even nobody talks mentioned about that. that. Yeah. yeah, I know. They they just don't give any credit. I'm trying to say, who's, is there even a receiver? 
who's the next running back on this list? I mean, if I'm looking at this right, I'm down to 45. They they list they go to 48. There's not another running back on the list. There's a couple tight ends like Evan Ingram's on this list. Uh, I think there's another one here. But anyway, that's crazy. All right, so so last year leading receiver for App State uh, was for, in terms of yards was Christian Horn, 620 yards receiving. Uh, he did it on 34 catches too, so eight, 18 yards a catch. That's your Tulu guy. Is yeah. what you're hoping. Mississippi State leading receiver last year in terms of yards is Ra Ra Thomas, 626. 600's my number. Does State have a receiver over 600 yards? Mm, I'm going to say no. This is another one where it's just so spread out. Like There's about so many guys. 500 seems right. There's so many guys there. Yeah. I'd, I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm, I would say, to, I would say Tulu you. and Justin Robinson would be your top two, probably. That being said, if Tulu has 34 catches, I mean, can he average 18 yards a catch? Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a big number. That means yeah. that means basically every other game you've got like a 40, 50 yard reception. Mm-hmm. Now, if you got a dude over 600 yards receiving, mm-hmm. and then you have a thousand yard back, I mean, that's well. Pretty now you're, good one of the, you're one of the better. I mean, you're gonna be basically where App State was last year, right? You know, you're gonna be in the top 30. So, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go under. All right, a tight end with more than 20 catches. I don't know if it's really an over-under. It's just more of a statement. But mm, I'm going to say 18. I'm going to say under. Is that Spivey? Probably. Or, okay, so yeah. under. under. Yeah, I'm going to say under. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll just be honest with you. I don't know who the tight end was for the uh, for App State last year. Their leading receiver in terms of catches was Deshaun Davis at 36, 34 for Horn. Then the next four, three are 27, 25, 24, and then they got 19. You know, without looking, Robbie, I'm just going to make an assumption. No, he's a receiver. I, I saw Dalton Stroman. I was like, that's got to be the tight end. He's not. He's a wide receiver. So, yeah, I think I think that's a safe bet. I agree with you. All right, let's go defense. Most sacks on the team, five and a half. Over. Over? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good number. So they get somebody with six, seven like sacks. seven and a half. Oof. I can see like seven and a half for like uh, for who? Nate Watson. Or, really? so, or Nate like Watson, somebody like that. Nate an inside linebacker? I can Oof, see it. I don't know about that. I don't um, agree with that. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, it's going to be like that, huh? No, I'm, no just, I'm just saying we can disagree. I know. I think it's under. I think, I think, but I do think, I think Jaden Cromedy leads this team in sacks. Really? Yeah, playing that def- If they stay with it three man. Now, if they go four man front and they slide him inside, no. Now, I feel like I have a better chance of Nate Watson oh, being Cr- the leader Crumity of the Cromedy at the defensive tackle. He can get sacks. Well, he hasn't, though. Yeah, I, I, th- I think. Well, you gotta remember two years ago when he was playing, he was he, he was inside a lot. He was playing a lot of the nose tackle. Well, he's basically staying at the same spot. He's at the, he's at the defensive tackle now. He's not he's not Pickering's in the middle. He's been at he's been at defensive tackle. He was his first in twenty twenty. He was in the middle. He was at, he was at nose. Tackle. Yeah, but the other years he's been at defensive. I, I'm telling you, I think he can, I think he I don't, I'm not I'm, I went under. I don't think he's going to have five and a half sacks. I think he's going to have like three and a half, four sacks. That's <laughs> going to be the leader on the team. What did it? What was it last year? Um, I'm trying to think. It's, I'm sure it was Ty Wheat. Uh, sacks. I mean, the last two years, Nate Watson. Yeah, has two gotten, with six last year. Last two years, Nate Watson's gotten five sacks. Can he get two more sacks? He had six last year. Okay, so 
like you, you're vehemently against him getting a mother I'm sack and a half. I'm surprised to learn that, to be honest with you. Didn't know it. Yeah, he gets in the backfield. Oh, I can you might, you might have converted me. You want to do Nate Watson? Or do you want to do, do a, a, or do you want to go with the Sam guy? Because see, I don't, JP I don't, Purvis, I don't know enough about Lewis and so Purvis. JP Bur- Purvis only played prominently in two games. He had a sack, he and, had a half. A sack and a half. He had basically two sacks against A and M. Had he played all year? Well, I mean, and the guy who played that position last year, Tyrus Weed, had six. But wasn't he playing? Wasn't he at the uh, at the uh, Will? Oh, he's at the Will. That's right. So okay. that was Nate Watson. <sighs> now you got me off. I think it's going to be a linebacker. I think it's going to be – I think it's either going to – I don't think it's going to be the Sam. Okay. I th- I'm going to stick with, with Nate Watson. I think he's going to get seven we'll and see. a half. All right, we'll see. I'm, 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 I'm not, I don't know which way I'm going to go now. I don't God, think it's it'd, crazy. I don't think Forbes it would be had, a DB. It's crazy that Forbes had six picks last year when, when – I mean, I, that, he literally might have been thrown at ten times. Well, he got into it like – he got into another level, like middle yeah. of the season. Yeah, he did. And well, that's our that's our next question too. Is most interceptions on the team? My number is three and a half. Okay. Um, now you already said Decameron Richardson is your guy. Mm-hmm. So does he have more than more than? Does he have four interceptions? His his next interception will be his first interception. Yeah, I know. I'm going to say under. Okay. I think it'll be spread out a little bit. I think it'll be some so, safeties in there. Last year, I think three Forbes will be had leader. six. Nobody else had more than two. Yeah, Matthews and Green each had two. And I don't think people Preston, understand how Preston, it is. Duncan, Wheat, and Watson all had one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go under. bargains on here. <laughs> no, we redshirted. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I will also go under, but I th- I think State might have like four guys with two picks. Four yeah. or five guys. Oh, yeah, picks, yeah. I could definitely so. say that. I think safeties are going to be in the mix there. Yeah. I think linebackers. You really messed with my head with the linebacker thing. I really thought I had something going there, but I don't. You don't know this team well enough, Brian. I know who coaches the running backs. Uh, all right. Points per game. Last year's state averaged 31.6. Good for 43rd nationally. Uh, App State averaged 34.9. So a difference of almost four points a game. They were 23rd nationally. 34 is the number, over or under. Why don't you start this one? I'm going to go under. I think they'll be like a little bit better than last year. The thing is, like points per game can be skewed, right? Because mm-hmm. you have a game like Alabama where you only scored six points. Right. But then you have a game against East Tennessee State where you scored 56 so, what's the average there? It's 31, right? It's yep. 62 divided by by, by, by one. I, I think State is going to be more consistent this year, but I, I think 30, I mean, 32 points a game is still pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think that's good enough. I'm going under to I – th- okay. I, I don't think the offense is going to be as in sync as it was for most of last year. Now, they still had their ups and downs last year, but that was the best that the offense, I think, has, has looked. Mm-hmm. Um, and flowed. I think there's going to be some rusty moments for this offense at times. So I'm, yeah, I think I feel safe with it being probably under. All right. Uh, defensively, App State, well, App State doesn't matter, but last year Mississippi State averaged, uh, gave up uh, just over 21 points per game. So we'll, we'll stay with that. 21 points per game. Ooh. I'm sorry, it was last year it was 23 points per game. Are they going to be better this year? I still I say 21 is our over under. 
I'll just tell you right now, if you say under, that's a darn good defense. That's going to be that's twenty. I mean, giving up twenty twenty five now easily. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, over. Okay. I just there's 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 too many questions in the back end for me. I, I I'm not I'm not really concerned about that unit. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who their guys are going to be. The other side of that coin, though, is if you get good answers to those questions, you may have an elite defense. Because yeah, you know front, you're good up front. The front's going to be good. If those guys, if you get, you know, if Banks and Ellington and, and Morant and Wash and all those guys turn out to be outstanding players, are they just good players? You've got a, a elite defense. And the thing about that that front is they're going to disrupt so much. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're put, I, put know, quarterbacks under pressure and then give you opportunities to make yeah, plays. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a 2018. Defensive front mm-hmm. with two first round picks up mm-hmm. there, but I think it's pretty darn good. I think they're going to have yeah. a really good group. Yeah, there's not a Jeff Simmons and Montez Sweat. No, there's no, not no. two first round. I don't know if that'll group. ever come. I, I don't know if that'll ever happen again. It may not. But that being said, there's there's NFL quality guys. Yeah. Crumity is for sure an NFL guy. Pickering can be. Travion he, Williams. He's, he's got to show it this year, but he's got the talent. So we talked we'll to see. Travion Williams the other day, which. That's surprising. Uh, makes me feel good. Yeah, he must, that, yeah, that means that he's gonna probably do something this maybe, year. Maybe I should go dark horse and go uh, Deontay Anderson for my sacks. Could be, man. He's having he's a having good a big camp. camp. Yeah, he's, he's ready to explode. I think. Yeah. So. All right. That's that. That's that pass rushing defensive end you're looking yeah, for. That's what she, State has been missing that since Montez Sweat left. Yeah, they really have. I thought Jordan Davis was going to be that guy a couple years ago, and then he got hurt. So, all right. Most important over under is wins. We'll definitely go over the Vegas total, which is six and a half, but I, I, we both are saying eight. So, see how that goes. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Uh, next weekend, a lot, or next week, a lot going on. Our final SEC preview it is the Mississippi State Bulldogs. We won't do an opponent preview next week with Southeast Louisiana. You know, I, I, I feel like the coaches shouldn't overlook them, but Robbie and I can't. Uh, but we'll, t- we'll talk some SEC football for sure next week. We'll get some big picture stuff, um, and we'll continue to report on what's coming out of camp. As we get, we are now just you know, next Saturday, you know, this Saturday no college football. Next Saturday, college football. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Guys, have a great weekend. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.